I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everyone. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. So, you should know by now, I mean, we've been doing this for five years. If there's one thing we love, it's a strong, sassy, fierce woman. I mean, we can't help it. We're two guys, but, you know, we're feminists. It's what we do. It's what we live for. And that's why we had to invite one of, frankly, the, the hottest singers I've heard recently. And I got I to gotta admit, you are a recent discovery for me. I'm not going to lie. We are here with Miami's own Vikina. And I pronounced that right, correctly? Because yeah. we had a whole conversation beforehand. You can like, add a couple na-na's at the end if you want. Well, okay. So we're here with Vikina na-na-na-na-na-na. All right. So and there we go. <laughs> That's how I like it. Thank you so much for joining us. And we're here at Union Beer, which has had... Listen, you're, you're sitting there. What is it you told me? You wanted something... I'm taking a sip of my favorite hazy... IPA. I wish this was a video <laughs> podcast because the way that you had initially told me to like, because I was like, well, let me get your drink. And you're like, I want something like hazy. I, like the well, arms you asked me what kind was of beer a- I like. And I just learned because there's so many different kinds of beers. Um, but I definitely am in this hazy IPA mood. The hands are going again. again. I love hands. it. I don't know why I talk with my hands like I that. I will tell you why. Because you are Cuban and Ecuadorian. Oh, yeah. That is me. <laughs> the she is I. I am what so, a Miami mutt. Th- you are, because you, you're a Miami girl. That is why. That is, it's it's the law. Um, us Miamians must always do that. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely part of the culture. Right? People always ask me which one I identify with more my whole life. Cuban or Ecuadorian. I'm right, like, honey, right. Miami. My- <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we get it because we actually have a shirt um, that it says, it says it's uh, no, what I was saying is we actually have a shirt that's like the census. It says, you know, black, white, Asian, blah, blah. And at the bottom, it's just like the Miami. Oh. So 
if anybody understands what you mean, shirt. actually, you know what? Uh, we'll talk later because we literally have one left and I will get it to you, my dear. <laughs> oh my God, I can relate. <laughs> I stand. Well, there must be a reason why they call you Miss 305. Oh, well, I didn't give myself that name. Univision well, gave me that name. Uh, oh, okay. Univision I, hasn't given me any names. So, I mean, hello. I was like, I was like, I've always wanted to represent Miami as fiercely as I possibly can, but I would never dare to give myself a title like that. You know? Right, 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 right. And it wasn't until I was on a, a singing competition called Reina de la Cancion. That's right. You were one of the finalists. Absolutely. Uh, top three, right? Uh, yes. Top four, actually. I was robbed of top three, but that's another story. Um, listen, um, we decided um, as a podcast that if people can believe that the election was stolen, we can make up whatever we want, and it's true now. Which is why we said Betty White was South Korean. Because... <laughs> said what? Because South Koreans... So she was... She was almost 100 when she passed, right? But in Korea, uh, South Korea, we don't know about uh -huh. North Korea, when you were born, you were already a year old. So you don't start at zero and make your way to oh, one. You so are born at one. Grandfather so turned into centurionism. We, exactly. We're like, you know what? She's South Korean. She made it to 100. This is now gospel. She, this so, is now the word. The yes. truth. So you were top three. I was top three. Yeah, you were top three. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and they were giving everybody nicknames. And and I always in my audition, I was like, I'm Bikina. I'm from Miami. I rep it hard to the day I die. 305. Yes, <laughs> and they were like, can we call you Miss 305? My, Navil, Navil was Barkiri. Um, The girl who won uh, was, uh, what did they call her? La Barbie. La Barbie Latina. Yenis. Mm -hmm. But in, to my credit, Barbara uh, Jennifer Hudson was fourth on American Idol. Look at her now. This is true. Sometimes it's better not to win these things. That's what I tell myself, at least. No, 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 no. Pero, pero there's truth to it because, like, okay, especially with Idol, is a, it's a tricky one, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's continue the, the comparison Imagine. that you just brought up, right? Okay, yeah, season one, Kelly Clarkson, phenomenon. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood, phenomenon. But there's, for every... Kelly and Carrie, you know, there's an Adam Lambert, there's mm -hmm. a Chris Daughtry, there's, um, I can't think of the names now, it's two of them that they are now doing Broadway, Diana DeGarmo and mm -hmm. Ace, I want to say Ace Freely, but that's from Kiss, so definitely not him. Oh my god, Adam Lambert on tour with Queen right now, die. I have been dying to go see him. Me too. But I can't, oh yeah. Adam, calm down. I know those little studs on the jacket are expensive, but oh, they're expensive. The tickets are not cute, oh, price-wise. Yeah, damn. yeah. So, but it's okay. I met him once at a at a Pride event. Um, he looked great. I looked like a bearded potato. It, it's one of my. Oh, so the picture is not not frame worthy. Oh no, but I've posted it everywhere. I I <laughs> I'm that guy who takes horrible pictures of myself, and then I'll be like, look how horrible I look. Let's all laugh at it together. Um, but enough about me and my horrible, my, my, I guess my self-esteem. Um, you know, let's talk about you and your journey. So, what do you want to know? Everything. Let's start from conception. No, um, I. <laughs> so well, you, I so was you're born in Mercy Hospital. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you're from Miami. Whereabouts? Uh, what part? Oh, I'm a Kendalia girl. Kendalia. <laughs> Did you just found a new city? Well, basically, because I was raised in Kendall, and then now I spend a whole lot of time in, in Hialeah, because that's where my studio is. Oh, Actually, okay, the studio okay. that I've been working out of for probably like 10 years. 
Um, I first started working there when I signed with a, a local label called Spanglish. Mm-hmm. And they had a deal with the owner of the studio, which basically anybody that was signed to them could use the studio whenever they want. So nice. I was like the princess, like uh, well, 10, rightfully 20 so. years old, 20 years old, so spoiled with my first record Okay, so deal. this was like two years ago. No, I'm 30. You're, no, you're out. not. Shut up. Yeah. Sh- In what world? The brujeria's working. <laughs> You did say hi, Aaliyah. That's what you did. Yes. Okay. So, so um, I, I started working out of that studio like 10 years ago. Um, long story short, with that label, it was one of my first heartbreaks. The, the label right. dissolved, and like I, I was so excited. I thought I was killing it so early on, telling everybody, like, look, this music industry stuff is easy. <laughs> And it was one of my first heartbreaks. The owner of that studio, you know, um, took me under his wing and was like, you know what, you can see, keep recording here. Just pay for the engineer. Okay, for his hours. Yeah. For his hours to record you because I didn't know how to run the spaceship. <laughs> and I worked with that guy for like five years. And it wasn't until like right before Reina, we just kind of like reached our, mm-hmm. our, our wall, our plateau. Right. And he had to release me of our contract in order for me to get on to that. Really? Oh, because you, you couldn't be signed. I couldn't be signed to anybody. And I, w- I didn't have like a record deal with him, but he was my management. And Daddy You had Yankee, to be amateur, amateur, amateur to Daddy be on the show. Daddy Yankee was offering a management deal. It was a record claro. deal with Sony. Imagínate free agent. See, see, see. You had to be, had to be off the street. Yeah. Um, And... I went on the reality show. We know that I that I made it to the very end. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of exposure, a bunch of fans, a bunch of momentum. Right. And I was like, all right, what now? Because the owner, the or sorry, the winner of the competition got a deal with Sony. This the runner up was getting signed with Sergio George. The one after that, you know. Was so everybody like, was getting everybody like, was like getting something. consolation prizes, as it were. And I'm like, hi Univision, <laughs> can I have a meeting? What about me? Right. Yeah, I was third. I was, I was as, we, as we established, yes. I was third. What next? And they're like, you know, we'll put out some feelers with for you. And I'm like, like with who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like I want names, with addresses. Who? I can drive there. And they mentioned Mr. Three Hundred Five Inc. So for those who've been under a rock, that's Pitbull. That <laughs> I mean, Mr. Worldwide. If you're listening to our podcast, I'm sure you know that, but I gotta just say it, you know. <laughs> Mr. Three Hundred Five Inc. They mentioned it, and I knew a couple ways in through the grapevine i have a lot of friends and a lot of connections in this industry for over my 10 years of work and and investment into it but there's cards that i've never wanted to pull until the right moment yeah yeah. so i pulled the card and i said get me the meeting (laughs) (laughs) if not now when get me the meeting now yeah and um it just so happened that they were buying the studio in hialeah off of my old manager no way same time so I often joke around and I say, like, they bought me with it. <laughs> <laughs> Package deal. <laughs> but the pandemic hit. Oh, mother. And I'm like, cool. Jesus awesome. Christ. I have this amazing studio. I have this amazing platform and a connection. They weren't signing me yet or anything, but right. they were like, you can, you know, use our resources, use the studio. But nobody wanted to get in the room with me because. <laughs> you could be infected. I could be infected. With <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Like, let me let me sit down and like, how can I util- not let this moment and this momentum go to waste? Of course. So I learned how to record myself, something that I wish. So you became like your own producer. I'm in my own engineer now. Engineer. I I mean, I you could say that I executive produced my things because I don't have like one beat producer that I like is like I'm married to. Okay. Because I have, I have commitment issues as it is. Imagine like with <laughs> my music, my art. Yeah, with your baby. With my yeah, baby. Yeah. So I I hoe around with producers. And, you know, 
who among us? <laughs> who among us hasn't? But I do engineer myself. I record myself, um, which is an art in and of itself. You, there's one thing to be a singer, another thing to be a performer, of another course. thing to be a songwriter, and then to be a recording artist. That's art. The art of stacking vocals and like the harmonies and that. So. You just said something, and I didn't want, I'm sorry to interrupt Go you, but it. because you, you mentioned it's another thing to be a recording artist. Mm-hmm. I have always used them synonymously. Like, to me, a singer's a singer, a performer's a performer. Yeah. Singer-songwriter. But to me, when I say recording artist, in my mind, it's somebody who's the total package. Mm-hmm. Who can who can sing, songwrite, blah, you know, like... I would just call that an artist. Okay. Okay. I would just call that a, an artist it, all-encompassing because it is recording art, it's performing art. It's songwriting, which is another art, right? Um, and being a vocalist, which is a musical, like a musician, being like a musician. It's an instrument. It's an instrument. Yeah. So knowing how to play that, there's a lot of people like Ariana Grande might be like the most stunning, amazing vocalist in the world. Right. But I don't know how she is as a recording artist. Like I don't know if it's her coming up with those melodies, or if it's Got someone it. else. Okay. Sitting there. Feeding her, right. she know, has the final say she, based I'm on sure what's presented. What sounds but, cool and stuff, but those are all different facets within it. And like to be able to do all those things, that's when you make. That's when you hit stardom. That's what you need. You okay. know. So I'm working on it now. I can record myself, which is a hell of a plus. I would say. Oh, I've been on fire. Uh, but, well, I mean, that's you're wearing the brightest color, so I assume, yes, fire is a given. Well, you don't want to have to wait for anybody. And that's, like, the biggest tip that I could give any... Spoken any like a true Latina. <laughs> ...artist that's out here listening, the more independent and capable that you can be, the better you are for yourself. If you're able to style yourself and, and go shopping and figure out your looks and make you look great, you don't have to pay somebody to do that for you. Right, well, it's also extra cash in your pocket. It, extra cash in your pocket and extra momentum and just like if you don't like you know how many songs I have from 10 years of work that are like 75% finished but I just want to change a little something but I don't have those sessions I don't have those files because I didn't record it somebody else did Oh. And I'm like, hi, can can we get back in the studio and like fix that? And he's like, oh, my mom really busy this week because it's always a he. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, mom, I'm gonna get to that, but yeah. It's all it's all it. I'm super busy this week. I'll get to you next week. We'll get together next week, and then it's a month or two later, and yeah, I'm over the song. Yeah, I mean. It- there is a certain like I, I kind of get it from the perspective of like you're you're walking in asking somebody to almost reverse engineer, no pun intended, <laughs> the engineering of it. But you know it's like I have this, but I need you to kind of figure out the ingredient, like taking a final product and be like, I need you mm-hmm. to tell me what was used to make this. Like what are the ingredients that were used mm-hmm. so we can finish it? So and that's finish. and that does take time. Yeah, I would imagine. And, and communication, and it's just like uh. It's always a back and forth. It's always like, hey, can I? Can you send me the beat files? Oh, well, I'm not in the studio today. I'll be there tomorrow. And then they send it. It's just time is so valuable. And anything that you can do by yourself and have control of by yourself, the the more efficient you'll be. Yeah, no, for 100%. And I, and I said I, I was going to get to what you were saying about it's always a man because <laughs> I pulled this from your Spotify bio. Because, um, yes, I have been totally listening to all of your music. Thank you for your Animales remixes. Oh my, God. Um, my whole heart is in that song. Girl, uh, at the gym today, you were with me. Um, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but you are quoted. And tell me if the quote is not right, because God knows sure. the internet never lies. Um, 
She is ready to speak openly about the obstacles young females face in a male-dominated industry and how she has managed to use it to her advantage. She hopes to fill a void that she sees in the industry specifically for strong Latin women. I've only known you for maybe 15 minutes at this point, and I will tell you that specifically that last part about mm-hmm. a strong Latin woman, like, yeah, you 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 commandeered this table. Like, you, you kind of walked in, and you were just like, yeah, hi, I'm here, and... I am here. Like, I am a force of nature. And, you know, you, you, you mentioned it's always a man and, and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. what have your experiences been like as an independent artist, as a woman, mm-hmm. as, you know, as an up-and-comer, as somebody mm-hmm. who... Ha- and I think you're even in a, in a very interesting space than most people. Uh, what I mean by that is, in this day and age, a lot of people are like, oh, I'll just go on TikTok. I'll go on YouTube. We've all heard the Justin Bieber story, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Absolutely. You had the exposure of Univision, right? Yeah. So you're also not coming in like, hi, you've never, nobody's ever heard of me. You, mm-hmm. you literally are walking in the door saying like, guys, I worked with Univision well, and Daddy Yankee. And, you know, what I, mean? And, I mean, to a degree, right? In, in the sense that you're not just some kid who's like strumming a guitar in a coffee mm-hmm. shop. But I have that platform now. 10 years later and the key point in that statement that you read earlier is becoming a strong Latin woman right and I became a strong Latin woman by not having that platform to hold me up for a very long time I just had to believe it I just had to know it I just had to be it I just had to breathe it I just had to walk into the room and maybe they let me in the room because I was pretty and because I was cute and they wanted I mean, me you to, are. and they wanted to hang out with me. I wasn't always pretty. I wasn't always cute, but nah. I, <laughs> I'm not going to believe anything you're saying. <laughs> you know what? When I learned that I would sing and everybody would pay attention to me as a little girl, that was a power. How old were you when that when you that I would realization? Sing, my first solo was at the Christmas pageant in first grade. I oh, sang wow. Happy Birthday Jesus. Aww. So it's an adorable fucking video, but that was probably my first. My grandma tells me the story that I would like walk around school for like the next month and be like, do you remember me? I was the girl that sang so beautiful because people that night told me how beautiful I sang and okay. made me feel so powerful. And But that was the same energy you walked in here with. And I don't mean that as an insult. <laughs> I mean, that, no, but I mean that as like, like, look how young you were. First grade. OK, like <laughs> you were barely a human being. Right. Like mm-hmm. first grade. And you were like, okay, these people complimented me, but they're complimenting me because I know I can do it. Yes. And that is the energy that I'm getting off of you. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. There's, It's a fine line between arrogance and self-confidence. And I think you project self-confidence. Thank you. Uh, that's. I mean, again, I've only Thank known you, you like 15 minutes, but there's something about you that you're just like, this is who I am and take it or leave it. To be selflessly or sorry, unapologetically yourself is one of my favorite things about anybody. You know, if mm. I, if you if I meet you and I feel like you are just shamelessly you, like you have my heart, you have the key, the entryway to me because like that is so hard to find and it's so hard to be. Right. Um because we all doubt ourselves and I doubt myself every day. Of course. And no matter what what accomplishments you achieve, you still question like am I good enough to get to where I want to be? And imposter syndrome is real. Imposter syndrome is, it is so real. real. I actually learned about that recently. Shout out to my cousin, Jessica Albazar, a doctor oh. in psychology. Okay, so she's smart. She knows things. She knows things. She knows things. And I was like, imposter syndrome. <laughs> <gasps> Can relate. But isn't it funny how you 
you can feel that your whole life. Yeah, this is you know it's one of the beauties of recording outdoors is the, you know the, the elements, and by the elements I mean el avión que está pasando por el aeropuerto arriba nosotros aquí en la ocho. But you know you, you you feel this your entire life and all of a sudden somebody gives it a name and now you're like oh, yes and now you're like she's Miss Three O Five that's her thing right. I remember um, I I started saying my whole life I want to be a singer when I grow up and I think around 17 I was like oh shit I'm growing up <laughs> so it's time I probably do something about it and I started writing songs and um, man I forgot where I was going with this we were talking about imposter syndrome and just you know being being a woman in this industry really and, and being young and coming into your own as a singer okay I'm sorry, trying to help get you back was, I'm trying to help you get back on track going, this is where I was going so I, I started songwriting at around 17, and I was very frustrated, you know, once things didn't play out the way I wanted them to play out. And I was tired of being in a developmental stage, like in a development stage, because I just wanted to be on a stage. Right. So I started kind of like outsourcing ways to like start performing at least to fill that void because that's my favorite part of the art we talked about like the different right. things like do i like being in the studio do i like writing songs do i like doing this do i like styling do i like writing my own bio uh, <laughs> <laughs> my publicist hat you know <laughs> yes but i love being on the stage and i recall like auditioning for an agency down here and they they <laughs> i have my meeting with them and they're like so you're like latina right that's like your thing and I'm like, yeah, I guess that could be my thing. Like, <laughs> but, but especially in Miami, that's such a like. Well, how are, is how is that even the first thing, quote unquote? Like, well, that's it, so many people here. It's it's funny because Miami is one thing, and then South Florida is another. This is true, and that's what a lot of people forget to to correlate. But like West Palm Beach is gringo AF. Oh my God, yes. Boca, aquí hay algunos Latinos, but like, you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Palm Beach, like the national, the, the, the official food of Palm Beach is mayonnaise. It's so and white. And if you want to perform and make money in this town, honey, money's up there. <laughs> the money's this is true. up there. It flows up. So I'm auditioning and they're like, so like you can sing like Bailando, right? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And I'm like, dead. I'm like, yeah. I know they said it just like that, too. By Londo, yeah. right? And I'm like, yeah, I can sing. You know, I can sing a lot of Latin. I can sing, like, Mark Anthony. I can sing Celia Cruz. Right. I can sing, like, you know, a few. And they're like, yeah, but you can sing By Londo, right? <laughs> because, of course, that was, like, the most that popular song. That was, like, song. the most popular right. song at the time. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sure, you know? <laughs> and I realized, you know, hey, that's my thing. 
there's few people at least from what I can see that can do like the pop thing and the Latin thing and right. and I sing and I rap and I'm not like this Ariana Grande vocalist mm -hmm. like I know where my checks and my balances are I'm not singing up on the second and the third floor my my things are on the first floor like I'll make appearances <laughs> but my you know my tools are down here right. I like my toys I know where I put them right. and that's my thing but I'll swag it out and I'll sass it out because that's the power that I that I bring and learning your thing um, and owning your thing is what gives you that power to be able to walk in the room and it's like this is me I'm not gonna try to pretend to be anybody else I mean this is what I want to do and that's a long journey but that's so it sounds almost obvious to me, which is probably why we should talk about it. Um, because if sure. it sounds obvious, it's probably not, right? No. If you are an artist and you are a songwriter, you have to know your strengths and you have to know who you are and your authenticity. Because how are you going to genuinely write a song, right, for you, for mm -hmm. you to perform? Mm. That has nothing to do with who you are. I've done it before. When I, I first mean, started writing, sure. when I first started writing, I was seventeen. I hadn't gone through shit in my life. But that's different. You think I had stories to tell? But that's different. I At seventeen, we don't up. know who I who we are. You nobody knows who they are, and most right. people go their whole lives without really thinking about and figuring out who they are. And I'm expected to put it in a piece of paper, put <laughs> Two it in minutes. a box, put it in a box, and be like, "This is me." Right. You know, and that's the challenge of being an artist: is being true to yourself. And sometimes it takes that trial and error of just writing stories and like maybe translating what you hear from a friend until life hits you in the face and you're ready to be open about it and ready to, to put a feeling into words. And when you're able to do that, like I feel like I was able to do in my song Animales, which is one of the first times that I've ever been really truly naked, you okay. know, in a song, mm -hmm. um, to put that feeling into words in a way where somebody else can listen to it and can relate is such a special form of connection yeah and i love connecting with humans mm -hmm. so it's it takes a long time a to 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 be truly comfortable with bearing yourself like mm -hmm. literally now i've bared myself in other ways but that's probably a way more intimate peek into into me mm -hmm. and my experience that i've ever given my fans um, and understanding your, your strengths and your weaknesses is very important so that you can pick your lane and, but being versatile was my blessing and also my curse because I can do a lot of things, especially being from Miami. I think that's another thing that, um, kind of helped me and hurt me mm -hmm. in the sense where I have so much influence. Yeah. You're exposed to everything. 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 Yeah. What genre do you not hear here? I'm at a loss for words. I, I can't think of one off the bat. You think yeah. you hear every genre here. You can even go to a place and hear country. Oh, for sure. To. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I have all of this influence in me being from this cultural melting pot that I that I attempted music. And I'm like, all right, I started with my brother writing songs in a guitar. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to be a singer songwriter, right. like vibe acoustic. That's right. me. And then somebody sat me down and they said, um, do you see yourself with a band or do you see yourself with dancers and lights? Like, how do you see yourself? And I'm like, I want both. Why not? Why not? You know? Why limit yourself? I want to do R&B and pop, but I also want to do Latin and I also want to do this and I also want to do that. And I can, 
but it's about figuring out who you are as an artist and as Vikina, identifying who Vikina is. And when mm -hmm. I created her, I kind of said that she can be whatever I want her to be. But Victoria Cristina Lopez can write songs and sell them to whoever it may be. Right. And that's two different arts. Those are two different artistic projects, I guess. I love it. I don't know if you're old enough to remember Gem and the Holograms, but just the way you said that now, I felt like, you know, the songwriter is Jerrica Benton and the performer is Gem. Exactly. And it's, it's this, you know, dual she personality, is, but they're the same person. She's my Sasha Fierce. She, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, Vikina is my Sasha Fierce. So Vikina is strong and sassy and everything I want to be as a strong Latina woman. Right. And shameless. And, you know, all the energy that I want to bring on stage in a show, I want CO2 and I want yeah. explosions and sparkles. Which, girl, you shit. do bring some energy. Because I, I, you were at 305 Day. Oh, you watched. Yeah, yeah. And you were you were here at Gate 8, right? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. Loki upset I didn't perform at Pride on the Beach, but. <laughs> That's okay. No, they didn't ask me to perform either. Not that next, I do anything, but, I, next, but they didn't ask me either. Next year we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there. Actually, we'll be I couldn't there. even make it this year because I, uh, oh, I was on vacation. Well, I was on vacation. I was out, you know. So what do you think of my show? Um, okay, A, there's a reason we're sitting here today because clearly it was like, who is this pop rocket? Like, who is this like, like shot out of a cannon mm -hmm. and didn't stop until you were like in the last row? Yeah. You know, and and, and that's, uh, that's why I said like I'm late to the game because I did just discover you recently this year and I was like, no, no. I need to know more about this person. I need to understand. Like I need to seek her out, you know. And so, and so that's genuinely that is why we're here mm -hmm. because I, I was like, no. And then you know, I start reading up on you and listening to your music, and I'm like, okay, no, yeah, I need her on the show. Like, um, Thank no. You. And 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 I've, I've asked this a couple of times of you know when we've had singers on, what is it like to stand there and see a cr a crowd that big? feeding off of the energy you're giving them because i have i will say i have always wanted to be a singer mm -hmm. i can't carry a note in a bag but more so because of the performing element i've always you know i'm a performer i can do it blah blah but i've always thought that that must be so intoxicating oh absolutely i told you i had my first taste at six years old and i was <laughs> hooked the the power of being what i call director of vibes in that moment i'm putting that on a resume <sighs> Right? <laughs> director of Vibes. Oh, my God. I want to put it on a business card. <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn right now. <laughs> Being director of Vibes in a moment like that with a crowd and knowing that you're giving them that experience of just enjoying it themselves, you know. And right. I can be performing at a, at a restaurant for Cuatro Gatos. I'm still going to give my most energy because I want to mm -hmm. make sure that I connect with those people and give them that experience that's my job to provide right. the vibe as a performer so i take that role very seriously right. and i <laughs> i really truly try to give it my all recently with like my shows um this past spring i've leveled up with like dancers and stuff okay. and and um again another one of my hats i did my whole like video audio show like the the graphics that go behind me that while was i you. perform is another part of the experience it's another art you know yeah. aspect to yeah, it yeah. so i wanted i wanted like cherries exploding and i wanted perras dancing and things you know in my in my brain when i visioned my show i'm going full beyonce at this point i've lost my mind and <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to jump over here and the screen is going to go jump when I jump. But I, I, 
I just sat and I was like, okay, how expensive is it going to be to pay somebody to do it? Um, can I do it on Canva? Maybe let's try. Yeah, and you can. And yeah, you can. Yes, ma'am. And yeah, you can. You could do anything on Canva. Yep. <laughs> well, I will tell you now that you're exploring in, in the realm of having dancers, if you ever need a slightly older, balding, chubby, non-equity dancer, um, I, 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 you know how to reach me. I I will I will show up. I don't even... You know, there's a segment where I, and I do sometimes in my show where I look for, there's a, a very famous Colombian song called Papi, Papi, Papi Chulo, mm-hmm. boom, 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 I don't know it, but, but oh, sure. I didn't know it until a Colombian friend of mine showed it to me that's a beauty of Miami thank you very it's much this is very true and she showed it to me and I'm like oh this is a part of my show so I bring up a papi chulo I bring okay. up a papi chulo in some of my shows so if I see you be forewarned okay so I should wear my sluttiest tank top is what I'm hearing absolutely okay got it got absolutely. it absolutely <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit you know more about about the music right I know you just recently you know released Animales and yes. I, I, I can't wait to hear what else is coming up um, you just recently released a remixes of mm-hmm. that song, and you have also worked with. This word gets tossed around a lot, but someone who I consider to be an icon of music, specifically dance music, Robbie Rivera. Oh yeah. And you were telling me earlier that you're like making a little bit of a shift, mm-hmm. right? Whereas before you were maybe a little more what they call quote unquote urban, which urban, what Latin, does that what does that mean, right? Urban, urban, like, yeah. But I, like we know what it means, <laughs> but like, come on, guys, it's 2022. Um, but you know, you're shifting <laughs> into so you into more that. like a dance, you know, realm. Absolutely. And I saw your you know when your tat says was it dance in a hurricane, which oh wow, this is the name of the first song I ever wrote. Mm-hmm. Is it really? Yeah, it was my brother. It was, I swear to God, it was like a tropical storm. I don't know what's her name, right? <laughs> and me and my brother were locked up, and I was like, one of those moments where I'm like, I guess I should start writing music now, right? I guess that's got nothing else to do. <laughs> that's like, I got, you know what I mean? It was like, I'm, yeah. I'm growing up. I got to start figuring right. who I am out. And it's like a very singer songwriter song, me and my brother on a guitar, and it's wow. called Dance in a Hurricane. And it never came out. But it's still so true to my heart. I used to have one of my, my first gigs. Like I was 17, my brother was 15, and we would play at like a pizzeria in Brickle. Brick. Brick, I think that's what it was called. And I would sing it. I would sing that song, and people would love it, you know? And people really connected with it. And I guess it, I got it. I literally just got it. You see, it's like still. Yeah, I guess up. a little, yeah. I got it recently um, because I, it's just a reminder of my roots. Um, and dance is so important to me. I love dance music. It's like my, that and reggaeton are my favorite genres. And then I was like, can I put them together? And I, I, like I told you, I I found a void in the Latin industry specifically for like females way back when I was starting, you know, like this is before Mm -hmm. Carol G and Mm -hmm. Becky G and Nati Natasha came out. There was just JLo and Shakira. And I'm like, there is room there. Oh, God, yes. You know, there is room there. So I, I went head first into the Latin industry that was at a time where like mambo was mm-hmm. popping and I started doing cute pop reggaeton and I released my first single under the name Victoria this is before Vikina was born and it was like a pop reggaeton before reggaeton started popping right, and right. then now reggaeton is popping but true to my rebellious self if everybody's <laughs> doing it I don't want to do it anymore <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore oh so to me to me reggaeton is I love it right? but it's not it Right, right now, it's not next. I know that dance music is timeless. Yeah. And I've always been a fan of it, being from Miami, mm-hmm. being Latina. And now I see an opportunity for Latin 
and dance music to fuse. Yeah. So I made this realization right as Animales was coming out, which is like a moody urban ballad. And I'm like, okay, Shane, what do I do? You know, I'm literally making this epiphany moment. And a friend of mine. They come when they come. You don't ask for them. Like we paid for a very expensive music video, and I'm <laughs> trying to tell my label, like I'm doing dance now. Like, can you support me in this transition? And my friend SP gave me the brilliant idea of just remixing it. Yeah, yeah, it makes just, total sense. Just look for somebody to remix it and make it dance, and then now this can be your segue mm-hmm. into just right. going full throttle dance. So that's what we did, and I hit up my two very close, long-time industry friends, um, Chillin' Williams and Los de la Vega, and they both gave me two very different versions. Yeah. Um, equally great. Equally great, but very different. I told Los to give me, like, the live CO2 version, <laughs> and then I told Jesse... I love that you say that as shorthand, and I know exactly what that means. I can like, I'm myself. so freaking Miami that I know exactly what I that means. I can picture myself like super drunk going down the stairs you know yes going down the stairs those chords yes i'm totally picturing it and and then my friend jesse he's way more tech house so i gave him i told him to give me like the more tiki tiki version okay tiki tiki of course it's again like different vibe like after your after hours club yes yes you're i don't know i don't know if you're old enough but you know your juice bar vibes Oh, I, I'm not old enough. Oh, I can thank God I'll take that one <laughs> because I always feel, I feel like I've been partying so yeah like since I was so young in this town that I'm like oh I remember that I remember yeah. that no, no no for those who are who are not old enough to remember juice bars uh, were a thing where they were like after hours clubs but they didn't have liquor licenses oh, so you would go and you would order like oh I'll have the orange juice and the orange juice and you bring your own you'd pay for the orange juice but they'd give you. A cup of like vodka on the side, like Stop so. It. it was like the the liquor Iconic. was free, but you're paying it's like, like the Miami Prohibition. You're paying like twelve dollars for a glass of OJ, <laughs> oh but you know. <laughs> but yeah, so oh my the, God, the I juice, have a juice bar party. Yes, well, you know, we'll coordinate one. We'll, we'll coordinate one. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm officially married to dance music. I will be with her for the rest of my life, and I'm very excited. Well, she's a polygamous bitch because I am too. So uh. you know. I'm very excited. I'm very excited about this transition. Um, it's one of like the most like liberating and true to myself moments mm-hmm. um, that I've experienced to date in my career. Like to be so excited about the music that I'm putting out yeah. um, because it's been a long journey of just kind of like finding myself. Like if you f- strolled through my Shopify, my Spotify, my Shopify, my Spotify, <laughs> my Spotify, you'll you'll see that my shuffle play is quite eclectic, and that's due to me literally just figuring it out. I've gone from everything from like trap bachata to cubatón and pop and reggaeton and like everything in between. But now I'm ready to kind of just put it all into dance and be that girl. It's funny because once upon a time, I feel like dance was considered very cold and and not like I, I, I'm gonna use the word lifeless, but that's not the word I'm trying to use. It was saturated. <laughs> like, well, no, no. Like, it people felt like dance music. You couldn't have meaningful lyrics. You couldn't have depth. Oh, okay. It was a very cold, you know, just like uns, 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 and that's it, right? But I think we've seen a little bit of a pendulum shift. I think, you know, and, and I'll even dare say, I think, you know, Madonna with Ray of Light was probably the first one to kind of. Go start mainstreaming more. that if nothing else i had a little bit of an epiphany in that in in relating to that 
uh, with this record because I didn't write it as an EDM record or a dance record. Right. I wrote I wrote it as like a reggaeton, urban, moody ballad. So when I asked somebody to flip it, um, it was kind of like an eye-opening moment to me because whenever somebody gives me a dance beat, I'm automatically like, live your life, be free. You know you can have it. Huh? I'm always like uh, optimistic because that's who I am and that's right. who I've... <clears throat> had to be to be able to break through all the barriers right. that I've had to break through. So I am a very optimistic person and that's naturally where I want to go. So having a meaningful song with meaningful lyrics on a dance beat was really a cool concept for me. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to experiment a little bit more with that because I was so excited to be this vulnerable with my fans and I want to try to do that again and accomplish that. So um, it's something that I'm experimenting with a lot more now because I feel like what's natural is to be like party, party, rumba, rumba, <laughs> yeah, yeah, viva yeah. la vida. But it's very different and difficult to try to, so I'm it's experimenting unexpected. with, it's unexpected and it's not natural. So it's right. not naturally what comes out of you when you hear those beats. So, but that contrast is actually very good. So um, I'm working on that a little bit in my future music. Um, I mean, there's still going to be party, party, perro music because if not, I would not be Miss 305. But, um, but there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out um, this summer. Yes, I can't uh, wait. Yeah, so is it going to be a nice blend of, of the dance and, and, and the, the urban, as they say? Yeah. You would think that my label of all labels would understand being urban and Latin on dance music. This is, yeah, if, I would, if I would have to say anybody would understand it, it'd be Pitbull, right? And and it was very, I don't want to say it was difficult for them to kind of like recognize it. I'm like, do, I'm like I want to be a female pit. Stop. Stop. Stop like trying to compare me with Nati Natasha and Becky right. G and Carol G. I'm not them. I, you know, I tried to be them. Right, because you, you're competing with them in, in, in uh, for airplay. But why? And, why? Well, because they're women. Because I they're women. But you, I, but the reality, it sucks. I want to compete against Daddy Yankee. I want to compete I, against no, no, no. Pitbull. I hear you. I want to compete against those people. I want to compete against Farruko and Pepas. I want to be on that playlist. I hear you. Agree with you a thousand percent. But unfortunately, <laughs> as a female performer, you're going to they, the, the I get boxed. The instinct. I get, right, I get right, categorized. Right, right. I get categorized. Yeah. In the girls. Yeah. Group. Oh, go play in that in that go area. Go play in that field. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to. Like, I can. Right. I'll give you urban, moody, sexy stuff. But do I feel like that's true to me and my energy on stage? No. Right. Do I feel that that is um, where I feel like I can make a mark and make a difference? Mm -hmm. No. I'm just one of them. Right. I don't want to be one of them. I want to be Vikina in that pond over there. Right. Start your own pond start my own pond why not grammys if you're listening we need uh, an edm category for the latino grammys oh i was gonna say we just need a vikina category <laughs> but um but your your way genre, Miami your, your, genre. your way works too your way works too um when <laughs> oh my love I, like i said i i've met you like you know however long this interview is ago right but i I'm I'm kind of in love with you right now. I I'm not gonna lie. I, there you you. I mean, I was in love with your talent before. Now that I've met you, it's just like, oh my god, how have I gone so long without ever meeting her like in person? Like, there's something about you that just comes across genuine, authentic, fun, impetuous. Mm -hmm. Just like pick an adjective, and I feel like you you are it. And 
I can't wait to keep hearing your music, but even more so, I can't wait, and I'm putting this out there into the world, I can't wait until I buy tickets for your first world tour. Oh, that's the goal. I'm putting it out there. I will put it out there. Please put all that juju out there. I need to manifest that. Absolutely, absolutely. But okay, Vikina, thank you so, so, so much. Like, honestly, it's... I, 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 I'm, I'm ending it because I know you have to go and perform tonight. But also because if not, we could stay here for six hours. Absolutely. So I, I, I'm like, let's let's it's our cut Cuban, our losses. Our Cuban is showing. We love the Latino. To the, the Latino. I always tell people when they ask us. We, this is a running joke with us. Everybody always says like, oh, how long for the interview? And I always say, well, we never ask for more than 20 minutes. We have yet to do a 20 minute interview yeah. because our whole podcast is interviewing Latinos. Yeah, yeah. And you make, me feel really, you make me feel really comfortable and you're very open and like I love that. And you're very you. shamelessly yourself. And I... I vibe with that hard. Uh, clearly, we're 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 we're, <laughs> we're picking up what we're putting down over here. I love it. <laughs> exactly. So I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate the platform. I appreciate everyone that's listening. If you guys want to check out more of my music, you can look me up on all digital platforms. V i k i n a. That's Vicky Na Na Na. Yes, as, Miss Three O Five. Miss Three O Five. And what is your what, what's your Insta? Uh, it's Vikina Music, and you can literally find me Facebook at Vikina Music, YouTube at Vikina Music. Um, I pretty much commanded that SEO property. <laughs> <laughs> and anything else under Vikina, I just got my trademark. Uh, oh, shit, congrats. Mail. So look at that. Look at us. Oh, yeah. We're doing we it. don't even have a trademark yet. Imagina, they get to it. I know. We're get so lazy. No, my co host is a lawyer. So, Imagínate <laughs> comiendo. Lo que pica pollo. For sure. All right, love. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And honestly, I look forward to continuing to see you perform live. Dale, que tú puedes. <laughs> Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. 